0: So grab your coffee or your wine or maybe a glass of water and let's dive in. Hey guys, thank you so much for joining on another episode of the Success Beyond the Lens podcast. I am Jen, your host, and I'm super excited to introduce you to you guys, Tanya Hershey of Tidy Books Boutique. Tanya, thank you so much for joining. Tell us a little bit about you, how you got started, all of the fun things.
1: Yeah, thanks so much, Jen, for having me. And I'm super excited to be here. So Tidy Books is a bookkeeping firm that serves photographers exclusively. And how I got started is I have a background just about four years ago now. Um, I knew that photographers were the audience I wanted to serve. I just see such a need for support with finances and bookkeeping and accounting and all those things. And so I just really had a heart for that. And so that's How I got started with Tidy Books, and now we serve over thirty monthly bookkeeping clients. And then we support photographers in all sorts of other different ways with QuickBooks Online and just getting resources out to help with finances.
0: That is amazing. As I mean, as you know, my niche is photographers too, and I don't know. I just I love them. I think they're so much fun to work with. They're such a good group of human beings. And they are so open so much of the time to having that help and, you know, kind of listening and leaning into the expert in the different fields that, you know, we're offering.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I love the clients I work with. There's not been one that I haven't loved working with. There's just so much crazy talent out there and awesome personalities. And yeah, you know how much fun it is.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So tell me a little bit about how you got started. Like you woke up one day and decided to create this bookkeeping firm. Like what did that look like for you? What were you doing beforehand?
1: Okay. So I had a, I had a photography business uh, years ago when my kids were little. And as photographers know, there's just a lot of stress that goes into, coordinating and schedules and all of that. And so when my kids were, um, as they were getting older, I just needed to quote unquote, retire that business. But I'm what you would call a serial entrepreneur, I guess. My husband and I both are. And we're just always looking for ways to start new businesses and things like that. But I had always loved the finance and bookkeeping side of my business. And so I've just always been attracted to that um, area. And so Years later, I decided to go down the path of becoming a bookkeeper, getting certified in that area. Again, I just knew that I wanted to serve photographers as a niche. And so I got my first client just from the network that I'd had and really hit a vein with the photography world because it is such a need. And they were just like, this is awesome. You know, when we'd, we'd go in and get them organized and take over their day to day bookkeeping responsibilities. And just we it's so rewarding to be able to give them clarity and empowerment with their numbers instead of it being something that is just always hanging over your head and just a huge stress and burden and can be really consuming, honestly.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I one hundred percent like resonate with all of those feelings. I am not a numbers person. I I brought somebody into my business a few months ago for bookkeeping, and it has been a life changer. Like to know what's going on, that somebody's got it. Like all of those things it has it's been it's like literally life changing.
1: It is. I mean, I don't I don't think that we are necessarily supposed to work on our weaknesses. I, I say delegate your weaknesses. You know,
0: Amen. Let, I, I love that. Yeah,
1: let a professional do what they are trained to do and you you know, let's do what we're good at. Let's do focus on our strengths and just keep getting better and and growing.
0: Absolutely. I love delegate your weaknesses. I think that needs to go on a t-shirt. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. So, uh, let's so today we're really going to dive into money pitfalls to look out for as a photographer. I think this is Amazing. I have not seen anything out there on this topic before. So I'm really interested to see like what you have to say and what we should be avoiding. And I'm sure there's gonna be plenty of tidbits that I personally can take away because I think most business owners go through seasons, right? Like you go through like even if your cash flow doesn't change a whole lot, you go through seasons of like holding on to things and you go through seasons of like, oh, I need like all of the shiny objects. <laughs> And I've been in a shiny object mood (laughs) lately. (laughs) So this should be a good topic.
1: Yeah. I think that the first thing I would kind of springboard off of that is don't be reactive in your business. Don't go after every shiny object like have a plan, have a proactive plan in place and stick with it, you know, and that doesn't mean that you don't have the freedom to go and, and expand in that way. But it's actually more freeing when you have a plan in place and you know, okay, here's what I'm going to pay myself each month. I've got a little bit of wiggle room. I can even give myself a bonus because I've planned ahead and I know, you know, I know where I'm at and I've got clarity. So I think that's the first thing I would say is don't be reactive in your business, get proactive in the, in the way you go about it.
0: So when you say reactive, do you mean like, you know, someone, you love your presets, you love how you edit, you love the look. And then somebody like launches new presets and you're like, Ooh, I need these. Or is it, the, is it really goes even further than that? Yeah.
1: I would say reactive in more in like, I have a lot of money in my bank account, so I'm going to go spend it <laughs> or, Oh yeah. Or you know what? I am living paycheck. I'm waiting for my next check to come in. Things are really tight. I'm going to, go fire everyone or <laughs> you know like just just reacting emotionally to your cash flow i think is a really big a big thing and it's not a great place to be it, it it i mean i think we saw that over the pandemic like it's really not fun to to be to operate that way because if you don't know where your next check is coming from it can just totally derail your business and your mindset and it just doesn't lead to a good place. So don't ride the emotions of your bank account, you know, even if, or the emotions of a fluctuating income, because the nature of this industry is so fluctuating. Mm-hmm. Sometimes predictable. So you have to have a plan in place to stabilize your business, your finances so that you're not just up and down with your income.
0: That's so smart. It's so smart. And it's definitely a mistake that I've made in my business. Like when things are really well, we, you know, I kind of splurge on things here and there for the business. And then, you know, when things fall off or things slow down, I'm kind of stuck in this lurch of like, "Mm, I probably shouldn't have bought these three things because my paycheck's looking a little skinny these days. (laughs) And it's
1: so easy to do. I mean, I think that human nature is... (laughs) You know, you have money, you want to spend it and you don't have money, you get really panicked and yeah, reactionary.
0: So tell me, do you talk to your clients about like, let's say like I just celebrated my biggest month in business in January. So I did some things to celebrate that. How do you help your clients, you know, celebrate those small wins or even big wins while still making sure that they're aligned with their financial goals long term?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. And I would say to that, prepare for those, build into your budget and your finances ways that you can celebrate your success and reward yourself. So one practical way that you can do that is you've got to start with your goals. So if you, let's say that you have a goal to give yourself a thousand dollar raise this year, monthly raise and you have a goal to build up your savings account to $10,000, then lay out a plan for how you're going to do that. And, and also lay out a plan for, okay, every quarter, I'm going to give myself a bonus. Um, I don't know if you've ever read profit first. Mm -hmm. um, But he talks about that he talks about, you know, pay yourself first, set up a profit account where a percentage of your sales or percentage of your income goes to that profit account and then give yourself a bonus at the end of each quarter and have fun with it you know do something fun so i think i think it starts with having a plan and a built in way to reward yourself rather than when it comes in spend it immediately like put it towards your goals and 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 one of those goals should be rewarding yourself
0: that's so good that's so good this episode is sponsored by my freebie, the A to Z of becoming a virtual assistant. Now, I've been at this for a few years and I love a good tools and tips checklist. This is just that. I give you the A to Z of tools and tips to use to run your virtual assistant business efficiently. I'm So excited you get all of my favorite tools and tips in one place so that you can begin to grow or scale your virtual assistant business. Head over to the show notes to grab your download and also enter for a chance to win a scholarship to my Become a Virtual Assistant for Photographers program that's running live in May. I'll see you guys soon. So we've talked about a little bit, shiny object syndrome, staying away from that. What are some other pitfalls that you see photographers, you know, kind of fall into?
1: Yeah, another big one is simply not keeping up with your bookkeeping and your accounting. So many photographers I talk to are really crunching right right now. This this is like mid March, so it's crunch time. You know, taxes are due. you can get really panicked if you haven't been keeping up with things over the course of the year. So I would say that's a huge pitfall is just letting it go to the back burner and not keeping up with it. It's just one of those things that's really easy to push off, push off, push off. And then now it's time (laughs) and, and, and it's very stressful.
0: Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think one of the, one of the things that made a difference with helping and I, I mean, I don't even do my own bookkeeping, but <laughs> I, talking about um, delegating your weaknesses. So if you are hiring, and I'm talking to the audience here, you guys, so listen. Um, if you are hiring, you know, Tanya and her team to manage the bookkeeping, there's still going to be things that you need that you'll need to do. Like, for me, I have to upload receipts to HubDoc so that those can be accounted for, right? Well, it was one thing that like, at the end of the month, there were like 20 receipts missing. And then I have to spend time finding them. So what I started doing is I leave them in my inbox, and my VA uploads them to HubDoc. So if you have somebody in your business, a VA, you know, that type of person in your business, who's in your email, or, you know, is doing admin work for you, you can delegate even pieces of what you've outsourced to really take advantage of, you know, the people that you've hired so that you're still not having to be buried under under the minutia of it.
1: Yeah, I think two things that I'm taking away from this is one, you have to have the right people on your team, whether that's an assistant or a bookkeeper or an accountant, you just have to have a really solid, especially financial team. And it's an area that holds, it really can hold people back. Like I see all the time. i talk to photographers who I actually talked to someone yesterday. He's been in business for 30 years and he's like, I just have to get this together. I've never gotten it together. I'm ready to, to scale like never before. And he's like, I've always had the wrong people and I'm just ready to move forward and get my act together. So yeah, getting the right people on your team, relying on on help is huge. And then the other piece of this that you kind of touched on is processes. You have to have processes in place that are uh, as automated as they can be. You know, some things, if they can't be automated, at least they can be scheduled. You know, schedule a CEO day once a month and you stay on top of things.
0: Yeah, definitely. I'm. I mean, I. I think it was just a couple of weeks ago I talked about you know the importance of SOPs in your business, and and it's SOPs for your entire business, not just email, not just you know booking your calendar, not just social media. It needs to encompass all of the pieces of running your business so that you know you can either hire somebody to to run it when you're at that point in your business or. And this is something that I touched on on that, on that episode. God forbid something happen and you need somebody else to know how to handle it because you're uh, incapable for whatever reason. So yeah, processes, SOPs, all of the things, I'll be talking about this till I'm blue in the face, is imperative to a successful business long-term.
1: Yeah, it's that, it's that principle of working on your business and not always in your business which is yeah. very hard to carve out time. sometimes we have to be really intentional to carve out that time to work on your business. And, you know, what are the ways that you can push it forward and grow it and bring momentum to your business instead of always being in the weeds?
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely. So, all right. So let's see if you have someone who wants to start taking control of their bookkeeping today what is one actionable tip that you can give them that they can implement today
1: yeah that's a great question. I would say could you today pull a report of your finances to date and if the answer is no are moving backwards from there like why not what are the things that you need to put into place to get there so maybe it's getting set up in QuickBooks. Maybe it's opening a QuickBooks account and and getting that set up. Maybe you have something already in place and it's just catching up. It's a matter of sitting down and catching up. Uh, So maybe an action point is just take an hour right now and or as soon as you can schedule an hour in to take a look at your finances and your processes and figure out what's the next step you need to take. Like what, what is the state of your finances? Do you need to get organized? Do you need to start delegating? Do you need to open a new software or something like that. So I would say just, just take an hour to look at the state of your finances.
0: And on that same note, so like so many photographers are on Dubsado or HoneyBook or Tave or Sprout Studio or, you know, whatever the case is, is that enough? Like for your bookkeeping purposes, or do you really need QuickBooks, Zero, Wave, something that integrates with it?
1: Yeah. I get this question all the time because it it can be very confusing. I would say it depends. Here's what I tell people. If you are a very small business, if this is a side hustle, very simple business model, then something like HoneyBook, like the accounting features within your CRM might be enough. But more often than not, you are going to need something a little bit more robust we work with QuickBooks Online. It's just kind of an industry standard, and it's it's really easy for accountants to 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 share it with your accountants and bookkeepers and all that. And it and the reporting features are so robust that that's what I always recommend you do in conjunction with uh if you're using HoneyBook or Upsaddle or whatever you can integrate those and they work together really well. They're meant to work together, right? And that your CRM. Basically, a front-facing, like client-facing application, and then the QuickBooks yeah. is kind of like what it's like the the hub for your financial center. It's the back end that people probably won't see, but it kind of is where everything is housed. So, yeah, I I think that that's that's the the um, shortened version of that answer.
0: No, that's perfect. Well, and I think one of the benefits of, and again, like I just signed up for, for bookkeeping software like eight months ago, I think. And the biggest benefit is because it's connected to the bank account. Like it's pulling in those expenses. I'm not sitting here like typing in my expenses in, you know, Dubsado or HoneyBook. It's just that like, that's a huge waste of time where everything is synced in. You pull it in, you update it, you put in the receipts or whatever they do. Love them. Um, <laughs> and, and you know, I, I move on with my life. I'm not having to sit there and, like, enter in my own expenses that already exist in my bank account.
1: Yeah, it really streamlines things. And it makes it so much easier to keep everything together.
0: Awesome. So what are the services that that you offer? Because I know you've talked about like setting up QuickBooks and you've talked about bookkeeping and like, do you offer taxes? Because I know taxes is like, especially tricky this year.
1: <laughs> yeah, I, we have three main buckets that we offer to photographers. And really our design is to be able to serve a photographer, whether you're just starting out whether you're established whether this is a side hustle or whether you've got you know half a million dollars going on we want to really meet you at whatever level you are so really our core offering is that monthly bookkeeping service which is sounds like what you're doing with your bookkeeper right now they take mm-hmm. over everything they do. basically we do everything up to the point of taxes and we get you ready for taxes we can work with your CPA to you know pass reports back and forth just getting them whenever they need making sure that that you're you're tax compliant and also making sure that you understand your numbers and that that even though you don't have your eyes on the day to day, we really want you to see the big picture of your business and be able to make those strategic decisions. And then the middle bucket is we can set you up in QuickBooks Online, launch you to successfully DIY your quick your bookkeeping if that's the direction you want to go. And we just do everything all that you know, make sure that to make sure that you're implementing what we taught you. Yeah. And then we just launched a brand new do-it-yourself course. It's self-paced videos, how to set up and use QuickBooks in your photography business. So that's for just someone who's wanting to either has QuickBooks or wants to set up QuickBooks and really wants to learn how to use it and know that they're doing it right.
0: Awesome. Awesome. All right. So I... Love to wrap up with three. I always think they're fun questions. So the first one is what is your favorite business tool?
1: Oh, that's a good one. Probably Loom, just recording videos. I'm like addicted to to recording my screen and sending videos to clients or my team. Same. <laughs> I use it all the time.
0: Yeah, I am the same way. I'm obsessed with Loom. I actually, uh, uh, several months ago, one of my favorite brands that I follow was releasing a shirt and they showed a sneak peek and I thought it said Loom. I'm like, oh my gosh, I need this shirt. It was Bloom, but that's how you know you're an online business owner. (laughs) Oh gosh. Okay, and then what is your favorite quote? Oh, my favorite quote, I love Eleanor Roosevelt quote, do something
1: scary every day. I just, I think that I'm prone to, you know, not take risks and just stay where I am and not, um, not put myself out there. So I think it's a good reminder that we really aren't going to grow if we don't do something Absolutely. scary. Absolutely.
0: Absolutely. Eleanor Roosevelt, she, I have her quote, the future belongs to those who believe in the beauty of their dreams. And it's been on a wall in my bedroom, in my office for since I was in first grade. It's my favorite quote of all time. That's awesome. All right, last one. So we are actually aren't very far from each other. I think we're a couple hours from each other. So we could actually possibly make this happen. I'm so excited. If you and I were to go get a drink, what drink would we have and where would we go?
1: Okay. So I'm just going to say, let's sit down for coffee and you tell me your favorite coffee shop and we'll go there because I'm always up for really good coffee. I've become a coffee snob in the past year. So (laughs) I just would love a a good shop for coffee.
0: (laughs) I love it. I am all, I'm all for coffee. I will take a good cup of coffee any day. Well, Tanya, as a closer, thank you so much for coming on. Where can our audience find you?
1: Uh, yeah, you can find me online. My website is tidybooksboutique.com, uh, or you can find me on Instagram at tidybooks.
0: Awesome. That's tidybooksboutique.com on instagram you guys and i highly recommend following her she's super fun to follow she's got all kinds of awesome tips and tricks on her instagram so thank you so much again for coming on and i look forward to hanging out with you soon thank you so much jen thank you so much for listening to today's episode on the success beyond the lens podcast If you love what you heard today, could you do me a favor? Could you grab a screenshot of the episode and then send it over to your Instagram stories and tag me at Success Beyond the Lens Podcast. I love hearing from our audience to see what you guys are loving. And if you really love me, if you could go over to iTunes and subscribe and leave us a review, I would appreciate it so much. Can't wait to talk to you guys next week.